Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Did you try to buy a PlayStation 5 pre-order? I know Matt did, and he failed. But Nate succeeded until the store says it's canceled. And screw you. Small person, you don't get one. That's basically the PlayStation event. You're welcome. See you guys next week. That's aggressive. <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's aggressive, but it's also like, all right, you failed, right? So did the majority of people. I just got lucky. It's not like I was even trying. It just happened, and by happenstance, I lucked into one. Allegedly. Allegedly. Until it's, until it's here, it is always allegedly. I think I think you're safe for the most part. Uh, welcome. That's not what she, um, to the Gamers Two <laughs> podcast for September. Technically, it's the nineteenth. We'll say the nineteenth. Uh, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video games industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Peak. 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 That's that a joke nobody's going to see. Uh, this is also why I want the gate, because there's this is relevant not at all to a listener, but they'll know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Both of us make a lot of little mouth noises. Yeah, mouth mouth clicks. and Yeah, this, the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. Yep. <clears throat> Just put a gate on and remove it. But anyway. True, true. That's a whole other conversation because uh Oh, it's gonna get into there's a conversation. The you know, you move to an interface from a mixer, you get that interface software. They make specific algorithms that remove those uh-huh. mouth noises. Yeah, and everything gets nice, nice. Yeah. And then we actually semi sound professional. It's steps. It's uh That's true. We take small steps, but we get there. Small steps. Baby steps. Back to the gaming. <laughs> yeah, back to game. I was trying to think of a good segue into new releases, but I don't have one. So if we were doing a video thing, I would have done the old Batman transition. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. And then just Trans- every time, every time we get <laughs> we go off on a tangent, the tangent just hard cuts to a Batman transition back to us ignoring the tangent that just happened and just continuing to read the mm-hmm. news. Back to the Batcave. Uh, now I'm just thinking of that clip where he's chasing Scarecrow and he starts the rain and... Why are you crying? Oh, my parents. And then just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Enough memes. For now. 
let's talk about other things you could spend your time watching and playing and reading and doing in terms of new releases. Number one. What? I don't know. I'm just, number I'm one. Zoning out. <laughs> number one, BPM, bullets per minute for the PC. Number two. I feel like that was an old game. Or was that announced like eons ago? Maybe. Number two, eFootball, Pez, Pro Evolution Soccer, 2021 season update. I th- what is it? What is this title? For PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, the season 21 update is just an update that you buy and apply to your currently already existing Pro Evolution 2021. Number three, Spelunky 2 for the PS4 and PC. It's out right now. Number four, Vaporum Lockdown for the PC. Number five, Medieval Dynasty for the PC. Number six, Mini Motor Racing X for the Switch. Number seven, Pacer for the PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Number eight, Crisis Remastered for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. That snuck up on us. Yeah. It, it, it It's out. Yeah. Are you going to play it? We'll see. We'll see. $30. I got to watch some other people play first to see if it is enough of a remaster for me to justify because we had the whole scandal at the beginning when they showed the trailer. Mm-hmm. Then we got an updated 30 second. Here's some stills that we are not stills, but here's some scenes that we can put side by side. I need to see the whole thing. So I'm going to see if I can catch either some YouTube playing or some Twitch playing and of people I watch frequently and see how they feel and then maybe i will dip my toes in 30 dollars. so it's not like it's a uh next gen release for anything 70 dollars games number nine super mario 3d all-stars starts being sold now for the switch you only have months fake scarcity and number 10 wwe 2k battlegrounds for the pc playstation xbox switch and Stadia. I wonder how that one's gonna do. I I mm, I don't know. I want it to do good because when I look at it, I go, "This should be an easy, fun hangout party game." Even if you don't give a shit about wrestling, it still seems just like a fun little backyard arcade fighter. But wrestling connotation doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody. And that style doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody. But I feel like it should be an easy, fun one to have. The other problem is there's a game called Among Us that people can't stop playing. So. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of memes. Fall Guys into Among Us. Yep. Fall Guys Season 2 and then Among Us with the RKO out of nowhere. Get it? Because that's a WWE reference. I don't know. I think it'll be, it would be, I think it'll be interesting if it does do well because I think it'll change their, I don't want to say change their plans, but I'm sure. I don't know if it would change their plans, but I could see them going to like an every other yeah, style. Yeah, that's what I, I suspect if it does well. Which, well we enough. Say, to be fair, we say certain things could change in every other style for a lot of sports games. And technically WWE falls into the annual sport game category. Mm-hmm. So we could be completely talking out our ass, but when you make one as bad as you did last year, this is a pretty good way to ensure, in theory, that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. 
We do have a lot of news to cover. Um, well, maybe a lot um, to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. I don't know what ten stories at most in, in uniqueness. Yeah. Um. So should we get the small ones out of the way before we? Yeah. Do you have a preference before a, we get to a... the uh, the Sony debacle of 2020? Yeah, and there was a random direct mini. I can't remember what. Oh God, what was the? Oh, I'm not gonna be able to remember it. But I used to have a joke for old things like that happened, like the big. Like a big event title of the year, X year. So like mm-hmm. the the something something of nineteen eighty five. But I can never. I don't remember what the first part of that joke is. Ah, it's gonna bug me. Anyway, you'll think of it randomly. The I mean the great debacle of twenty twenty of Sony twenty twenty sounds pretty good, but I think it's just too recent to be like a last helicopter out of Vietnam joke, mm-hmm. which is a Kenny and I thing. That anyway, uh, I'll take number two. Okay, take it two. Facebook announced the Oculus Quest 2, a successor to its Quest virtual reality headset. The Quest 2 has the same basic features as the Quest, except with a higher resolution screen and faster processor. It's also $100 cheaper at $299. Uh, as the resident VR expert, thoughts? Uh, price point is crazy good. Um, I've seen mixed reviews on it. I've seen reviews that basically are like, don't buy this. And I've seen reviews that are like, this is a good entry point for VR. So I think from the brief uh, reading I did, the issues with it are solvable with updates. So we'll see. I mean, Fair this enough. is Facebook mon- trying to monetize VR. Like, oh, well, yeah. So, hence why you're also going to need a login for them. Yep. And uh, I think all the other all the other Oculus headsets are are murdered now. Ah, out of production, and will be end of life in a few years. We quest only. Yes. Number two, Ubisoft has announced a new Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell games. Built entirely for virtual reality. (laughs) The games were announced during the Facebook Connect virtual keynote, but no details were given. Uh, I don't care about the uh, the Assassin's Creed one. I am intrigued by the Splinter Cell one. First off, I want a regular Splinter Cell game. Second off, in my head, Splinter Cell in VR... Could be very cool, and I need to play in a room with no sharp objects. Uh, I feel that either of them could be very cool in VR because, like, you you know how Assassin's Creed has the whole discovery tour thing. Yeah, like that idea in VR would be pretty dope. Can I leap a faith off the top of a building in VR? I would not enjoy that. No, neither would <laughs> I. But I mean, I would just I would like lay down on my ottoman. <laughs> Just so I knew I wasn't going anywhere and just kind of, yeah, exactly. Put your arms out and be like, I'm just going to have my chest hold me up and just, wee. And just so you hear the one bird in the background. So these sound cool. Odds are they're probably going to be VR experiences, and I'm doing air quotes, and they'll probably be hot garbage. That's, so. That is the the hot take. Hot take number one of the day. Uh, and it's, honestly, it's not even that hot of a take. It's like, yeah. it's like mild wings or something. Pretty... I wouldn't say it's a safe bet, but it's it's a good bet. If you 
if <laughs> if in the Splinter Cell one you can do the Jean Claude Van Damme jump up and wedge yourself in a hallway, <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. Just because you can get people actually like putting on the headset and just jump up into their own hallway doing that. And <laughs> uh, oh, the images that could come that probably won't. <clears throat> um, EA is rebranding its Origin desktop app to simply be called the EA Desktop app. Uh, alongside giving its PC platform a visual refresh. Uh, the refresh is centered around streamlining the user experience with fewer clicks and a better patching experience. Good. It needs it. We'll see. Origin has needed a refresh since it launched. Uh, I think this is good if EA cannot fuck it up. So that's where I stand on that. I don't have much faith. Well, I mean, when we come to discussing EA, I don't think either of us ever have faith. But it is a welcome change when you look at other launchers. They are clearly behind. They are. They're very behind. But also, they've been doing their EA Play rebranding. So maybe maybe EA all, is taking a turn. You know, maybe they're... Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe, they're, <laughs> maybe the addict won't go back into the center. <laughs> I swear he's changed. Nope. Nope, still the same person. It's different this time. No, it's not. It's just a shiny... It's lipstick on a pig. That's just where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, that's accurate. You know, you're going to get it. You're going to get that pig all nice and dressed up. You're going to take it to dinner. That's going to be all a great time. And then the moment you get home, you take the clothes back off of it, boom, it's still a pig. Still going to fuck it. Number four. <laughs> Borderlands 3 is getting a free PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. I'm going to hate that. Xbox Series Next Gen upgrade. Additionally, features that are coming with the next gen version include four player split screen and 4K at 60 frames per second. Excluding the S on that last part. Yeah, of course, not including the S. And in case anybody is curious about how the November news cycle is going to go for us reading, good luck! I'm already picturing me tearing my hair out. Yeah, they really need to redo those names. Um, I mean, they're not going to redo them, but they just need to be... I don't know. Maybe we'll have to change how we write things. Yeah. We'll we'll adapt because they won't, damn it. I think what we're going to have to do is just ignore the fact that the 1X exists and just start calling it the X and the S. The Xbox X? Yeah. The Xbox S? Yeah. Uh... It's not a bad idea. Yeah. The Xbox box. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo has discontinued every model of the 3DS, according to its Japanese website. uh, Nintendo's US site, meanwhile, appears to have scrubbed all mention of the 3DS at some point on Thursday of this past week. Never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) No idea what you're talking about. So we're Switch for life now. I don't know about that either, but we're switched now. We're switched until the new one launches next year. With that whole rumored new skew that happens. That has been rumored for uh, like a year and a half now. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we got the Switch Lite, so why not the Switch Heavy? If they called it the Switch Heavy, I would be very I'd be, happy. I'd be, I'd be great with that. would be awesome. Or even if they just called it the Switch Big. <laughs> Switch chonk 
<laughs> Switch Chungus. <laughs> uh, not surprising that they discontinued the 3DS. No, it's about it's about time. It's been yeah. It's I thought it would have happened sooner. It's been but... six years mm-hmm. at least. Which I mean, I guess depending on how you look at it for a console, air quotes, it's a handheld, but still. Mm-hmm. It makes, good makes sense. Yeah, we're moved. We they're not making anything, but we're moved on to the, the switch. Yeah. So, uh, number six, uh, Unity. I almost said Unity. I, I was into my. I was into <laughs> Fucking, my Ubisoft yeah. move. Uh, Unity has completed its initial public offering and been valued at thirteen point seven billion dollars. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money for good Unity. Thirteen point seven billion. That's crazy. speaking of a lot of money. And things that are also crazy. Uh, crazy and have giant ramifications. Yeah, this one's like the sleeper story of the... This is my sleeper story of this week. Uh, NVIDIA has acquired UK semiconductor firm Arm for $40 billion. Arm designs and creates technology such as processors, including the main CPU used in numerous smartphones. It is said to be a crucial supplier for Apple. The deal is still subject to regulatory approvals in Britain, the U.S., and China, but is expected to close by March 2022. I did see that there are some worries with the whole China side of it, uh, approving it, but we will we will see. I mean, shocker, but it is a massive move. If my understanding of it is correct, Arm is a chip designer. Mm-hmm. So they don't make the chips, but they design all the chips that then they sell those designs to Apple, yep. Samsung, so, so you know Sony, blah, blah, blah. All these gigantic people that need chips. They are a big supplier for Apple and Apple's um, processors, which are, you know, very well regarded as far as how much performance they have for their package size and power output and all that um, are based on ARM designs. So it should give you an idea. Um, And that combination of ARM and NVIDIA could, could definitely shake some things up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's... I mean, sleeper story for sure, because not a lot of people understand. Yeah. It's a potential gigantic impact, but it is a arguably the biggest story this week. Definitely. From, from a global scale mm-hmm. of impact. Also impressive that NVIDIA has that clout to be able to just, we're buying ARM. Yeah. Yeah. We're buying, here's 40 billion. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> Sup, bitches. <laughs> uh, number eight. The U.S. government has reportedly requested that domestic game companies who have received investment from Tencent share more information on their data security protocols. Epic and Riot are said to have received letters from the Committee of, on Foreign Investment in the U.S. following the executive order against WeChat. So going back to the TikTok slash WeChat banning, uh, looks like the U.S. wants to know more about what Tencent gets out of us. Yeah, just something to keep an eye on in case it has ripples down the line. 
the Riot one's interesting because it's a it's a fully owned situation. Mm-hmm. But Epic, as we know, is not fully owned. Not even majority. I think it's forty percent is what we said. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's a big chunk. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's not like Riot is a Riot is a ten cent company. Yeah. Interesting to see. Yep. Sure we we'll shall have, see. Sure, if, we'll have more in the future. Yeah. When nothing happens. I mean, if nothing happens, I'd probably be. And that'll be thing. that'll be a story too. Um. All right, so we'll hop into some some bigger news articles here. Uh, I don't know how much time we'll spend talking about the Nintendo Mini, or yeah, the Nintendo Direct Mini, um, but they did hold one. It is focused on third-party games, and this is what was in the Direct. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is coming to the Switch, and it came out during the Direct. Pretty cool. Yep. Good, good game. Cool to see on the Switch, and as we love. So now, <laughs> lots of that in this one. Oh, it's always my favorite. You can you can sell me. Never mind. <laughs> we don't. It was going to get worse. <laughs> uh, Capcom announced a pair of brand new Monster Hunter games. Uh, first, there's Monster Hunter Rise, which looks to take cues from Monster Hunter World, but on a smaller scale. Uh, that'll be on the Switch March twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. Second was Monster Hunter Stories to Wings of Ruin. Uh, which will arrive on Switch in sometime in the summer of 2021. Uh, Fitness Boxing 2 is a thing. It's the sequel to the Wii Fit-like game from 2018. Um, to, 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 the new version will be out December 4th. Okay, so cool to see more Monster Hunter. Sorry, I kind of I didn't let you. That's fine. Hop in there, I, but we could have gone this entire thing, and I could have retracted. I could have gone back the entire way, but cool to see more Monster Hunter. Makes sense. It's obviously on a smaller scale. It is the Switch, um, but with no world on the Switch, mm-hmm. give people at least an inkling, I guess. And whatever that next Monster Hunter game is, I was never, uh, I've never been invested in Monster Hunter. I know a couple of people that have been, but I guess it'll be cool to get the next whatever that means in that series in the summer. That's how much I know. Don't know why I stopped you to say that. Uh, the other part, the is it what is it? Fit boxing, uh, fitness boxing, fitness boxing two. Yeah, two. Uh, wasn't. I mean, ring or not ring fit? I mean, ring fit is exercising. Uh, oh my god, what's the boxing game that launched with it? Oh, what? I want to say ARMS, but I don't know if I'm right about that. ARMS was a boxing game, but it was like robots. Yeah, but it was like the one where you like have uh, extendo arms and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So that one that launched with it was like, okay, so there's that boxing game. I don't know if Ring Fit included boxing things in its ring capability because I don't know how you do it. I don't think so, but there was a few articles that link them together as being similar, which makes sense, fitness-oriented. Yeah, I mean, they're both fitness-related or whatever, but it does make sense going back to the whole Joy-Cons having motion control and it having two ice cubes or three mm-hmm. to have them hold in your hand, held in your hands while you are punching things and hopefully you don't, you know, actually punch through a wall with your Joy-Con in your hand. That'd be fun. I don't think you'll get the same... And we haven't yet, but 
we haven't had the same videos, you know, from when the Wii first launched. People hucking their Wii motes into their TVs. That's a good point. That's a good point. We haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Because, I feel like everyone. Here's what we really need: is we really need uh, Wii baseball and Wii bowling to exist again on the Switch, so it has a chance of happening. Well, I think I think something happened with the Wii when that became a thing. People started taking wrist straps very seriously. Well, all, yeah, it it was a mix of the Wii sold so much to so many people that were not used to. I mean, it was the first massive motion controlled thing and just Wii Sports alone that came with it was the reason for a lot of families and older people and whatever that didn't give a shit about games to buy one. Mm-hmm. So then you have those same people being like, I don't want to wear a wrist strap. And not that those people are any different than the the veteran air quote gamers that did the same thing and were like, well, wrist strap, I won't let go of this. And then immediately <laughs> tried to play tennis and huck that thing straight through their TV. They need to... I don't know why this hasn't been a bigger issue, but Wii Sports needs to be released on the Switch. That would be pretty dope. Maybe they'll, maybe they're planning... Switch uh, Sports. I don't give a shit. They're probably planning like uh, something. I'm, but I'm sure just do the same thing where I can sit there and play baseball. I can golf. I can... Uh, I I loved playing those because it was always fun. You could easily just look at anyone anybody. could play them. Yeah, you could look at anybody and go, hold down this button and just bowl it forward. We're bowling. Good time. All right, cool. You know what else you need to do? Swing like you're swinging a bat. Perfect. You can do that. Awesome. We're moving. <laughs> we're making progress. You know how to golf? You put the thing down, hold the button, swing. All right, let's go. <laughs> do it all day. All day. I could have sat there all day on a Wii and just played those games. Good stuff. That's the, like the only Wii game I've played. Wii Sports. Yeah, every and that's the thing. A lot of people's only game they ever played on the Wii, or potential only game they've played Nintendo on a console. Yeah, could be console. Is that like? Oh yeah, you went over to so and so's house and they had a Wii, so we had Wii bowling, and it's like, yep. You ever played anything else? Nope. Watch boy. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> All right, where are we? Uh, Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny, comes to the Nintendo Switch exclusively in the summer of 2021. I don't know anything about those games, but apparently, I there's, see them six, all time. apparently there's six of them. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. It's one of those, another one where we're like, see it all the time? Absolutely no idea. Yep. Uh, Disgaea 5 Complete will be available to try in a special game trial event for Nintendo Switch online members from September 23rd through the 29th. So there you go. Try it, and then if you like it. There's a new one coming. <laughs> uh, Rune Factory 5 will be released on the Switch in 2021. Don't know what that is. Don't just... know what that is, but there's a fifth one apparently. Yep. Uh, Super Giant Games Hades was released on Switch during the Direct. It, it not only released on Switch, it is officially out of early access. Oh, wow. It is officially a full release. Early access that has been going on for... Uh, a year or more is now done, and the game is officially out. I believe twenty to twenty-five dollars. Nice. It is. It is on my radar of uh, Steam sale pickup time. I'm currently on a on a game buying hold. Hmm. Okay. Until Cyberpunk. 
otherwise it'll be subscription services or whatever till then. Mm-hmm. But like an official single game purchase uh, is going to be Cyberpunk. Because I've already bought Shadowlands. So good try somebody trying to call me out on that. I already bought it. Doesn't count. Uh, you can't get them. But it, I'm not going to buy anything. I don't think there's anything else that I want to buy for my PC before Cyberpunk that I can't just get on a streaming service. And I don't think I... Well, I don't... It's not that I don't think. I know I will not buy anything for my console until the new one is here because there's no point. I, there's nothing that I'm like, ooh, I really want to play that and I can't just wait till the new ones are out. Yeah. Uh, Empire of Sin will arrive on the Switch on December 1st. I don't know if I'm going to play it on the Switch or PC, but woo! I don't know. Might be a, might be a good Switch game. It might be a good Switch game, but it also might be a better PC game. Okay. That could be said for money games, I'm sure. Yeah, only because when when looking at it, when we've seen the trailers and stuff like that, it goes with the, the what I was talking about with Wasteland where, you know, you're doing all this moving and talking or whatever. I don't know that I'd really want to deal with that with a controller versus I can just point and click and I think it might be much easier, but yeah, we'll see. If you give me cross saves, maybe I'll just get it on both. There you go. I mean, if you gave me a cross save, I would 100% do that because then I can do that. And then when I travel, you could tweet anywhere, them be like, hey, we got a cross save for this. Yeah, bro. Cross save? <laughs> bro. They'll be like, what do you think we are? Who um, do you think you are? <laughs> uh, the Long Dark, which tasks players with staying alive in a dangerous wilderness, is making its debut on the Switch. It came out uh, the same day as the Direct. So. And that game has been out for six years. Yeah. Or not that long, maybe, but I've seen it on every Steam sale for the last few years. But uh, hey, it's on the Switch. Uh, we got another look at Balan Wonderworld. I don't know if that if we ever settled on how you're supposed to say that. Uh, the game was originally revealed as an Xbox Series X title, but it'll also be coming to the Switch on March 26th. And finally, Sniper Elite 4 will be released on Nintendo Switch in the holiday, this holiday, holiday 2020. Cool win if you like sniper games. I mean, we enjoy Weird, weird uh, platform to play it on, but it's cool. I mean, is it really that weird? I mean, it's hard for me to imagine playing it on Switch. It's hard for me to play it with a controller, period. Yeah. Uh, but once again, that goes back to... It's hard for me to play it. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, there's that. Period. Uh, <laughs> But it goes back to, I don't know, I think I've told this story on podcast years ago. Years ago. We've been doing this for so long. Yeah, sure. Shut up, mate. Uh, the packs before I think I took you, uh, Sniper Elite 3 was demo, demo-able. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the ones where it was a like circle booth. Because it, was, it, was it wasn't just a sniper booth. There were other games from Rebellion around. But... They had Sniper Elite 3, and it was a circle setup, I think, of maybe four four wait, four places to play on that circle. Maybe there were more. But you had the TV in front of you, and it was on the PlayStation. Okay. And then, so you had your little TV right in front of you, but then they were also showing your play on one of the big TVs above you. So people could, you know, stand behind you and watch. Mm-hmm. And you'd see that. And I picked up the controller, and I was like, oh, I love Sniper Elite. And I picked up the controller, and I looked like I had no idea what I was doing. And that's when I realized 
I can't play Sniper Elite on controller. Because I just, I was looking at the, they have the little instruction sheet that shows you what all the buttons are. And I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the control. I'm looking not like at the controller, but I'm looking at the sheet and I'm looking at the game and I'm like, but I just want to like scope in and shoot. And then how do I, oh no. And I think I like started just throwing grenades places and it, it was just, it was a bad time. I was like, all right, well, I'm not playing this anymore because I look like an idiot. <laughs> That's just my regular way of playing. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have minded if I felt comfortable like in a keyboard mouse and I'd look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'd be like, all right, I know what I'm supposed to be doing or whatever. But it was like, I know how to play on a controller, just not that game. So then I got there and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Milan Wonderworld, I have no idea about that game. I don't know either. It's also insane that, you know, it's originally revealed as an Xbox Series X title. The super-powered 4K console. Uh, also going to come out, come out to the Switch. Yeah. Uh, okay what are you the witcher i still can't wait for that to get remastered even though i'm not gonna play it i might actually like that might give me a reason to actually play it you i mean you say that but we know it's not true i don't know i mean i gotta <laughs> i gotta reevaluate my I don't gaming situation because i haven't played anything still so and i have a like oh that conversation later is gonna go real quick <laughs> last, last week you didn't even ask I know. I got called out for it. They're like, did you just end the podcast abruptly? And I was like, well, after- well I, actually, I was kind of relieved because I was like, I was going to have to tell them I haven't played anything again. And everyone's <laughs> going to be like, what the fuck? These fucking people. <laughs> I didn't even realize it until the next day mm-hmm. when uh, people were listening to it and they were asking me stuff. And they're like, did you just abruptly end the podcast and not do the normal ending? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you never asked Matt like what you guys were doing for the last seven days. And I was like, it doesn't oh, matter. I didn't. I completely <laughs> forgot, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And uh, it was also based around uh, you and I had both looked at each other, both hesitated on making jokes, and I was like, I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, now the big story. The big... What you're all here for. Knack for. I keep waiting for that to trailer to happen. Knack three specifically, but yeah, yeah, same, same. I thought just because I want Donkey to lose his mind. So like, I I was at work when the presentation happened, the showcase, and you guys, you and Dewey were chatting up, and I was confused initially because I was like, I don't, you know, I no, don't no context for yeah. what we're saying, and I slipped my mind, and then finally I realized like, oh yeah, it's the showcase, and then I was kind of expecting. I was waiting for a knack thing to yeah. come because, like, if knack would have popped up, you guys' chat would have been like, "Oh, it would have, it would have just been nuts." Ex- so unnecessary. So I was like waiting, waiting, waiting. Never happened, unfortunately. But. Yeah, we uh, we're in like a group Snapchat text thread that we use or whatever, and it. <laughs> When I'm up here and sometimes I get service problems, I'll just start using that to, mm-hmm. to talk to everybody. And I was like, all right, let's just go. And I figured Dewey was watching it too. And then I I wasn't sure if you were at work or not. And when you said when you said all this out of context makes zero sense, I was like, oh, he must be at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dewey and I just going back and forth. And if you do read that conversation, it makes absolutely zero sense to anything. But uh, it was a fun time. I mean, it was fun because it was like a game for me trying to figure out what what game just was like what was on. shown 
And like, you know, like when the, well, the boy part, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I think Dewey was like, boy. Or when oh, he was like, yeah, boy. Yeah. I, yelled, I, I think I yelled boy super loud. Yeah, boy. I mean, you can't yell in chat, but you know what I mean? All caps. Caps locks for cool. Come on. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So finally, let's talk about the PlayStation 5. Sony held a showcase event this week. So let's recap. I should probably tell you. Well, you noticed, I'm sure. It's in it's in chronological order for the most part. I did appreciate that. Yeah. I did I did skim over it and I was like, he put it in chronological order. Yeah, I tried to because I figured that would make sense. It's whenever we do these recaps like that. Unless it's, and I, looking back at Gamescom, we probably could have cut out 90% of what we did and just done highlights for us. Mm-hmm. But when we're, reco- when we're not recovering, when we're recapping and doing live stream stuff like that, I prefer to put it in chronological order. Just so that way, if you guys go look it up and you look up the actual live stream instead of the videos, which you should just go look up the videos because they're going to look better anyway. But if you go look up the live stream, you have an idea of where we're talking about. And when I'm talking about my reactions to certain things, where they fall in the timeline yeah. of the roller coaster yep. that may have existed. And it, it helps me remember better as well. Yeah. So first, we saw Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. <laughs> a new action-oriented Final Fantasy, and it'll launch exclusively on PS5. It is a, I believe, console exclusive for PS5. Yeah, also I mean, com- also coming to PC. But there's some weird caveats with the PC uh, stuff. I think yeah, we'll probably save. We should. There's something a little snippy with the PC part of it, but also Final Fantasy 15 was a PlayStation one that ended up going to. Bu- it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. So uh, this was only sorry. This was the only game of the showcase that was captured from a PC emulating a ps5 the rest of the games were captured from a ps5 which i did think that was really weird when it first when the showcase opened and i read at the bottom it's like this footage was captured on a pc emulating a ps5 and i went what i i was like this is not a good way to start and then that's exactly my thing was like ah this this is a bad start if you're capturing a pc um but then afterwards like once we got past this and basically what happened was there, they showed Final Fantasy 16, and that what he just said was predated the trailer. And then after the trailer was a little message that said, "From this point on, all the games are captured on a PS5." And I did appreciate the transparency in that regard. Yeah, like, hey, you clearly read that part. Also, hey, don't worry, we fixed it. <laughs> yeah, like that's the only time this is happening. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 delayed ten years? Question <laughs> mark. It's, uh, yeah. It it looked good. Like, visually, it looked good. Mm-hmm. I just don't give a shit about Final Fantasy. Dude, those games... Every time I watch one of those trailers or whatever, I'm always just like, what are these games about? Yeah, there's so much going on. And they... I mean, even 15. 15 looked really pretty. But I was just like, I don't care. But that's that's a me problem. Same. Same, same. I'm aware of it. Is it a me problem, or is it just me selectively choosing how to spend my time in 50-hour RPGs? Probably the second part. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to Cyberpunk. (laughs) Uh, Next, we saw some gameplay from Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Uh, Matt is confused. Spider-Man has electricity, question mark? 
Yeah, so I'm sure there's context for this from the previous game. There is. Okay. Uh, The idea is, so you, in the previous game, as you're going around, you're collecting suits. Yeah. And those suits are, you know, suits that are tied to his comic book past and stuff. But they are also come, when you get the suit, you get a power up. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, some of them are the, you know, the spiders, like the, yeah, I can't remember what the name of the actual suit is, but it's the... The actual legs. Yeah, the ex- exoskeleton spider suit, the, there's the negative spider suit, there's the one that uh, makes him look like a punk rock with the jean vest and everything, Spider-Man. Uh, and all of those come with their own abilities. And then what happened later, or what you find out, or not find out, a mechanic was, you could wear whatever, once you unlocked it, you could wear whatever one, and then pair that with whatever power, but when you unlock them, they are tied together. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm, and the idea is, yes, Spider-Man with electricity, but it's probably a power-up in the suit. Also, he's a techie, so I wouldn't be surprised if he just has some type of overcharged shock hands, Mm -hmm. which is basically what you see in the trailer. Um. Spider-Man Miles Morales will cost $50, but you can get a deluxe edition that includes a remastered version of Marvel's Spider-Man for $70. There will also be a PS4 version. Those who buy the PS4 version will get upgraded to the PS5 version for free when they play it on the new system. Which... I think I read... This is the one of the um, overarching issues with the sony showcase it's shit messaging yes i believe that that free upgrade is tied to so if you get the digital version of the game and it's like bizarre so if you get the disc version of the game it won't upgrade on the digital version obviously because it's tied to a disc right and that's kind of the weird thing with it, where like it doesn't cross between digital and physical media. So like I'm, I'm, I think it also if you get the digital version, it doesn't upgrade either. But I'm not 100 sure. It's weird. Like they they aren't clear cut on their yeah. Their messaging is terrible because they're just like yeah that'll happen, but then everybody's like but what about these situations? They're like, as we said, it'll happen, and you're like no, that's not a question, not an answer. <laughs> Um, good that they're giving the upgrade anyway. However, it works. Hopefully, everybody can get the upgrade. Uh, the fifty dollars I think is a is the correct price point, in line with things we'll talk about in the future. Where I think if this was not coming out on next gen, it would be forty dollars. But we'll discuss that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still excited to play it. When we talk about going back to the the my joke in the beginning of pre-ordering PS5s. This is the one game at launch, I think, where I'm like, I want to play that launch day. But Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to save that for my holiday off time. Yeah. And enjoy it then. When we're we're kind of in the lull. Because I... When consoles come out, which is November... 12th which we'll talk about in a minute but when those come out we'll be cyberpunked and i'll have shadowlands going and those two alone will sink me until christmas in my perfect world 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and can't... Empire of Sin comes out December first. So there's my other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be busy. I mean, when am I not busy, Matt? When am I not busy in terms of playing video games? Let's not discuss real world events where instead I sit at home the entire time. Okay. I let me narrow down the scope of what I determine as busy. <laughs> what am I technically not busy at all? What does that leave me time to do? Be busy playing video games. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm I'm kind of curious. Um I want to see cuz you you tend to bounce around a lot on games. I mean I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I was going to say something really bad. So I'm curious when Shadowlands comes out and Cyberpunk comes out, like how, if it changes your normal game behavioral dynamics, like if you're going to focus on those two games implicitly, or if you're going to still like still hop around a little bit, I'll still hop around a little bit. You think? hundred percent. Cause here's what's going to happen. Shadowlands is going to launch. Within a week, I'm going to max out my my level. That will okay. ha- that just will happen. Yeah, it's not a question. that's normal. It's not a question. That's, that's my normal push. My normal push is a one week window for my first character to get to max level mm-hmm. and start doing end game things. At that timeline, Todd will also be home, so I have my WoW partner within five minutes of me. Yeah, which is a dangerous combination, really. It's a very dangerous combination. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot but of this. Is also, is, this could be like a perfect storm situation. But it's also a great thing. Also, add on to that. When Cyberpunk comes out two weeks after, mm-hmm. that gives me... that That's a roughly two to three week window. If I'm remembering my release dates correctly. Roughly two to three week window where I can spend time gearing up and doing endgame content. And waiting for whatever my potential raid situation might be. Mm-hmm. Then it could be if I'm still in this work from home situation, if my WoW partner is working, it might be a flip of, great, I have time to play Cyberpunk while I wait. Or in my spare time, blah, blah, blah. The only things that will potentially distract me are if Kenny wants to play something, so Football Manager will always get thrown in. Mm-hmm. But I can, I have, and I can and have played Football Manager and WoW at the same time. See what was free this week at Epic. Football Manager 2020. <laughs> I lost my shit. I was like, oh my god, that's free. <laughs> People, come to the dark side. Anyway, the... And I've, I've played Football Manager and WoW at the same time because they are... I can do things in WoW that don't require my full attention while paying more attention to Football Manager. So it allowed me to like knock out daily quests or whatever to do both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. I usually don't do instances at that point because I have to pay too much attention, especially in a new expansion. I'll have to pay much more attention because I don't know everything and I won't be extremely overpowered. So I'll be like, all right, what am I learning here today? We are voguing. Okay, got it. <laughs> the cyberpunk thing will delay. We'll throw in the wrench to the, the mix up. But like the show... When I'm, well, the show's I'm, usually I'm, like why you're usually done with show at that point. I'm like. I'm pretty much done with show now. Yeah, I I find myself but like, like done done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find myself because well, usually once that hits that November time frame, there's too much other stuff going on that mm-hmm. I am done. Yeah, that will still. That's the only thing that's going to be used on the PlayStation mm-hmm. is the show. Yeah, so. When I'm waiting for you for record days or something, I'll probably just go down there because it's the easiest thing. 
that I can just stop in the middle of. Mm-hmm. So that'll probably still be just a not really in the way of the other things, but this filler. If I get Empire on the Switch versus the PC, that'll be a little different, but that'll be December by that point. So I'll still definitely have my tendrils going out and doing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA will be out, so I'll be playing some of that. You know, there's there's enough going on where I'm like, ooh, pretty candy. Take some of that. Take some of this. I have a problem. And I need more cowbell. <laughs> Moving on, back to the PlayStation Showcase. And you guys don't need to hear about my weird habits anymore. During the showcase, Avalanche Studios' long-rumored Harry Potter universe game was finally revealed. Titled Hogwarts Legacy, the upcoming game is set during the 1800s and is an open-world RPG. The game is scheduled to release sometime in 2021. Uh, I'm intrigued. I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. But watching it, I was like, I get to be a fucking wizard. It looks really good. And the footage we saw two years ago now, I think. Um... You know, like, it looked really good then, too. And I had a joke with Samantha when she watched it. And because uh, everyone sent her of the link as yeah. soon as it came out. And and then we sat down after I got home and watched it. And I looked at her and I was like, so which one of us is playing this? And she, like, got pissed. Pissed, which was really funny. She's like, what do you mean which one of us is playing this? I'm playing it, obviously. And I was like, all right, settle down. Did you go find I'll go play on the other console, and then we can play together, honey. Fuck you. I'm a stronger wizard. Whee! Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> it's just you riding around on a, on a Nimbus, just whee, casting spells while willy-nilly not giving a shit. What's going to be great is when, you know, if it's an open world, if it's an RPG and, and you do the sorting hat and it chooses the house for you. And it's and not it's not hers. She'll yeah, lose her mind. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, they might have some good some good comedic stories from this I, one. I hope it's as open RPG as the fact that you could just go be uh, an herbalist. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. You just cool. go mess with those crying plants, the screaming ones that I don't remember the names of. Uh, earmuffs. But just yeah. that's all you do. You just go sit in the greenhouse all day. You wake up, go to the greenhouse, do your daily tasks in the greenhouse, cast a couple spells, go to bed. That's what the, that's the RPG choice you chose. In case anyone's curious, uh, apparently uh, J.K. Rowling is not immediately involved. I don't know if that, <laughs> that affects anyone. That was the first thing I think I said in the chat. It was like, oh boy, great. That game looks great. Too bad J.K. ruins everything. <laughs> yep. And uh, I don't know. What do you think for a release window? It says 2021, so obviously fall. You think fall? Oh, yeah. Think it's going to be a November game? I think it's a solid October-November game. Okay. I I think that would be a great time to do it. Don't release Harry Potter in the summer. Nobody wants to sit inside. The idea is you don't want to give somebody a long RPG in the summer, in theory, because nobody's going to be... You want people outside Mm -hmm. enjoying life and vacationing and doing all those other things. When it gets to handcuff season and we hit October-November and all the basic bitches are out, we got pumpkin spice lattes getting delivered and apple cider's happening. Yep. Sit him at home in front of a Harry Potter thing and go, let's be wizards. And there you go. You're done. And then inevitably, you think it's going to get pushed in the spring of 2022? No. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's been long enough that it should be able to release next fall. Yeah. If it gets pushed out of next fall, I think they should just push it a full year. I don't know that you should drop it in the spring. But that depends on what what else is going to be in 2022 spring. Because mm-hmm. if you drop it into a crowded spring and let it die again... I, yeah. Uh, moving right along. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War premiered some gameplay of a campaign mission. PlayStation 4 owners will have access to an alpha that's currently running for this weekend. Uh, a beta weekend for everyone will follow on October 8th. So hey... If you want what's, Call of Duty. What's the release day on Call of Duty? Uh, October. Are you, do, are you doing something maybe? You doing Call of Duty? You think? Uh, we'll see. Okay. I have a feeling I probably will, but that'll be like the, am I in the mood for a shooter? Yes. Todd's here. So if Todd and I are both in the shooter, it puts us on the same servers instead of us having to play in like a weird middle server with mm-hmm. stupid ping. We'll at least both be in the same server with the same ping playing on East Coast. That's why Kenny and I can't play because we're East and West Coast. So one of us gets screwed. Yeah. Uh, following following COD was Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil of Village. Matt doesn't know what we're calling this, and it should be out in 2021. Uh, it's, I'm going to call it Resident Evil 8 Village. Uh, the clever, I don't know if you saw the clever thing they did. Village, V-I-L-L. Yeah. So there's your three. I think the name is Resident Evil Village. It, it Officially. Did. It officially will be Resident Evil Village. But it is Resident Evil 8 Village, the same way that it was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Yeah. So that's how we'll refer to them. Uh, it it looked like a Resident Evil. It was very Resident Evil thing. Uh, that's where Dewey and I started yelling about the Penguin because they brought back the Merchant, mm-hmm. which is a mechanic from before. Uh, Deathloop. I'm sorry. I'm going to start speeding up a little bit only because we are going to slightly start running short on time. How hard is that deadline? Uh, a 30-minute buffer. Okay, so let's still... Let's, by design. <laughs> smart man, we're still going to move. Uh, Deathloop made an appearance despite its delay. 
The trailer gave us some insight into how the game will play. The new trailer shows off some interesting tidbits of decisions you can make to ensure certain things in the time loop play out in your benefit. Uh, I like this trailer actually because I it was the like okay this is this is what how yeah. the game's gonna play. They showed a lot more of how the game yeah exactly how the game actually is is actually gonna play. Why am I repeating? <laughs> why am I repeating what you're saying? Uh, for exactly that reason though, it does look a lot better. The it's funny that they seem to focus so strongly. It, like this trailer, seventy five to eighty percent of it was dedicated in just the guy, almost solo player style, and then at the very end they just introduced the idea that we've known exists because it's been shown before, but of player two trying to stop you. Yeah. So it was a, it was a weird mm-hmm. instead of fifty fifty of you're doing all this while somebody's also trying to stop you. It was, yeah, here's this entire RPG of a time loop that you're trying to escape from, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, somebody's trying to kill you. Yeah. So that part was a little a little weird yeah. just in messaging, but it was also funny to see as much as we did, and it's still delayed. Yep. I was like, I, that, that was weird because that was my first reaction after I watched the thing. I was like, oh, this looks really good. Why the fuck are we seeing this now? Like, yeah. Why are, why are we still seeing it? Because you announced before it was delayed, and now you're just going to keep putting it in event. Is it going to be the new... Uh, Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the game. That just shows up in every event, and everybody's like, why is it not <laughs> out? Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition is coming to PS5. Cool. There we go. Uh, we got another look at Oddworld Soulstorm. It, it's a game. It is. It, it's like, it's interesting. It reminds me sim- kind of like Pikmin. Just the idea that you're one person being followed by everybody else yeah. type of thing. I think uh, it looks cool. Um, and I, I say it's interesting. I don't know if that means like I'm interested in playing it. I don't think so. It just looks interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm more to, I'm more in the watch that game, watch that game get played camp than play it myself camp. Yeah. Uh, there was a teaser for Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. I about lost my mind when we were still getting a Five Nights at Freddy's in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one looks like you're hunted by some robot and there's another voice talking to you. So I don't know. I hope that my want for the game would be that now there is a robot that none of the animatronics like either. And so they are also trying to help you escape from now this other robot. So when the, I can't remember what the, the like strong male voice at the end says like, whatever, it's time to go. Right. We think, I think she's found us. It's like, if that's the bear, That'd be pretty, it'd be an interesting spin on the whole thing mm-hmm. of like a horror survival where now they're helping you type of. Yeah. Just interesting. We'll see. We got to see gameplay from the Demon Souls remake. PS5's SSD was on display with the near instant transitions and loading between bonfires. Also, maybe to PC? Yeah, another one of those. Yeah. Uh, that, hell of a remake. Yeah, look good. If I gave a shit in terms of like wanting to play it because mm -hmm. I don't touch Souls games at all, it's bad for my blood pressure and controllers and money and everything else that I would lose. (laughs) So it actually intrigued me. So I played Demon's Souls uh, when it came out on PS3 for a little bit. Not in a huge amount of time. Um, Probably put more time in that than I put into Bloodborne. Um. But, also not saying a ton, but yeah, it's a couple hours, like four or five hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
the near instantaneous loading makes it attractive to me because that was always one of the things that annoyed me was dying and then having to fucking wait. Yeah, you have to you have to think about what you did. Exactly. Whereas this one, you could play it almost more like, uh, I don't know, you could just immediately get back into it yeah. and try again and not have that shame of having to stare at a, a loading screen for... Yeah, I'm already aware. I I'm already aware that I died. Yeah. I don't need to be shamed for it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it still looked good, and it was funny to see uh, a lot of people taking screen grabs of it and then sending them to Ubisoft and being like, "Hey, this is what a full remake looks like, guys. This this is what it looks like, not Prince of Persia." <laughs> yeah. Uh, da, da, da. PS5 owners will be getting an added perk. With their PS Plus subscription, Sony revealed that Sony revealed the Plus Collection, a library of some of the best PS4 games that is freely available to Plus subscribers. The Plus Collection includes first-party games like God of War, Bloodborne, Days Gone, and as well as third-party titles such as Persona 5, Monster Hunter World, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. There's a whole list. It was an interesting, an interesting move. Uh, in a semi-answerable thing to Game Pass, kind of. It's like a weird new way of doing PlayStation hits, I guess. Yeah, it seemed... It, it's a cool idea, but it seems like... it's. I don't know how to describe it. It almost felt like it was... I don't want to say rushed, but like it just didn't seem... It just seemed out of left field, and it's obviously not on the same scale as like Game Pass, but... Yeah. I guess it's it makes it somewhat more competitive. It makes it more competitive, and it's still... I mean, for me, there was... A lot of the problem was there was no reason to buy PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for me, this doesn't give me one. <laughs> might give other people it one. It might give other people one, but for a lot of it, it was like, why would I get PlayStation Plus? I mean, yes, if you want to play online and stuff like that, but the majority of what I'm playing on my PlayStation for exclusives are single-player experiences that I don't need. PlayStation Plus 4, so I just didn't bother. But I got another, once again, good perk to add on to it. Yeah. And if you haven't played God of War, great game. Days Gone, another game. Bloodborne, game. Persona 5, giant game. Yeah. The final game that we saw was a very basic teaser for God of War, Ragnarok. It was cool, but I mean, it's not like we didn't know it was coming, so. Yeah. I could have just waited for a full trailer. Yeah. I like the, I like the, because it was a one more thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I always appreciate a one more thing that is just, it's, you know, it's what we've said before. Do one more thing. Don't show anything else. Drop a logo. Go boom. Here it is. See you later. We're not talking about anything else. Um, There is no talked about releasing in 2021 i don't know if you saw that i didn't there was talk that that was coming in 2021 and people were like is that gonna be ready in 2020 like it's it'll be it'd be a three-year cycle if that was the case they should they should that should be doable i mean i if they're if they're basing it on ps4 which i feel they should like You know, if they if they plan on it being a full fledged PS5 game, no. But if they if it's releasing on PS4 and PS5, which it probably is, yeah, then cool. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. If I'm they still, use the same engine and everything like that, I'll take it. I'm the still first one was it. a fucking good game. Yeah, first one was arguably perfect. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it, the only reason it wasn't your and I's game of or no, it was our game of the year that year. I think it was, yeah, because we wanted and, to give it to. Oh, uh, am I wrong? No, I think you're right because we we were like it was a huge debate between Red Dead, Red Dead and, and God, God of War. War, and what did it for me was that our timing problems. Yeah, it was God of War was this wonderful package in the perfect amount of time. Red oh. Dead's this like grand epic that is like. It is a giant epic, but they had pacing problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, either way, I mean, it was more of that, please. I'm all for it. And Ragnarok implies full Loki, mm-hmm. which spoilers. Boy. Boy. Uh, so yeah. And I mean, just, just listening to the music, uh, I, th- I think the composer's name is Bear something. Uh, but when you get those those deep tones when they were doing it, I was just like, yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> it just brings you back to when they revealed it when Corey was playing it at E3. Mm-hmm. And it's the same tones there because they have the live orchestra being played. And it's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, I'm all for it. Let me fight gods. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Hopefully. Hopefully. And Sony finally confirmed PS5's price and release date. The standard version will cost $499. Alternatively, the all-digital version will cost $399. In the U.S., the console will release on November 12th. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, there was uh, basically what we expected. Yep. Following the November 10th reveal, or no, uh, November 10th drop of an Xbox, you knew Sony wasn't going to go more than a couple days in one direction or the other. Uh for non-US, I think there's six or seven territories included in that 12th date. Everywhere else, worldwide yeah. is the so, worldwide is the 19th, with China still not having a date, but they'll let you know when. Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there are like six different things on that screen. The US, Canada, Mexico, Japan, South Korea, Australia, New Zealand, uh, and there might be one more in there, is the 12th, and the rest of the world is the 19th, 19th which... Yeah. I find it's weird that Europe's the 19th and not the 12th. But Apparently, it's due to you know, shipping and mm. other custom-related things. and Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Just realized I had my mask in my back pocket. Uh, I do think that they lowered the price. I, I think they lowered the price. Yeah, from five. <laughs> from, yeah. I think we're in agreement that they saw the price and went, well, hmm. Yeah. Even if it was by $50, I think they did lower their price. Yeah. But... I think it's the right pricing model. Yeah. I think even if they eat it in the beginning, it, they're way better off than losing ground potentially. Yeah. Uh, and now speaking of all the things that didn't happen during the event, but were found out on Twitter and other random places later, because Sony is terrible at messaging. This was honestly so bad, I was getting angry. The showcase was wonderfully presented. And I, I enjoyed watching the showcase. Finding out all the information afterwards through having to piece it between like 800 different articles and whatever. Yep. Not the way that you want your product to be presented. It, it You took a beautiful showcase. And in the reverse style of a pig with lipstick, you took a beautiful, beautiful showcase walking down the runway and then you had a cow back up and visually just shit on the showcase. <laughs> Projectile. Projectile shit and covered the showcase so you couldn't see it anymore. 
is how I viewed all of this stuff that I was finding out after. Because why is this exactly? Why is this being put between all these different sources and all these things? Why isn't Sony dropping this information? Mm -hmm. Why am I finding out from Jeff Keighley? Yeah. Like why? So here we go. Here's some stuff that you should know. Here's the first party launch lineup, which I believe is actually launch day lineup. Yeah. Uh, Astro's Playroom, which is going to come pre-installed on your PS5. Demon Souls for $70. Destruction All-Stars for $70. Miles Morales for $50. Miles Morales Ultimate for $70. And Sackboy, A Big Adventure at $60. I thought that was $70, but at $60. Uh, you're going to notice, obviously, the price point increase to $70. Sony appears to be embracing a price increase for some of its PlayStation 5 launch titles, and I believe the statement, or quote, roughly was something along the lines of PlayStation's first-party studio games will now be going to $70. So God of War will be going there and everything else. I'll take it. Not unheard of. I'm not sad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> uh, the PlayStation... <laughs> oh, God, that's basically actually this entire thing. The PlayStation 5 will be able to play... Almost all PlayStation 4 games without a problem, but games from older generations are not compatible. I, there's a quote there, too, and I think it's like they, they quote 99%. Yeah, and it's like, cool. I'm, I'm going to be in the one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in the 1%. A number of U.S. retailers, including Walmart, GameStop, Target, and Best Buy, have sold out of PlayStation 5 stock after pre-orders went live. Uh, to Do you have something on that? I do have a little addendum, uh, not addendum, but an ad- add-on that literally was posted an hour uh, an prior. Am- an amendum. Yes. <laughs> uh, prior to this, um, Sony uh, tweeted out, uh, let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. That was a tweet directly from the PlayStation Twitter account. That's a that's a big that big tweet if true, as the kids say, big if true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing: Sony also said, if we go back to July, in yep. interviews with people, you will know well in advance when pre-orders are going live. We won't just secretly drop them on you. Psych. Whoo! <laughs> big psych. Uh, rumors were. Walmart didn't give a shit and went live before everybody else. Then everybody else went, but they're doing it, and they pressed their buttons. I also read somewhere that uh, Amazon's link for their pre-orders was not supposed to be live, but was live, and someone found it. Yeah. So So it's a whole... uh, It was a gigantic shit show and has continued to be a shit show since. Yep, Walmart released some more pre-orders at some nine o'clock uh, last last night, I think, or maybe. maybe two nights ago. I don't remember. Last night, I think, and they were gone in like thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, Amazon sent out an email to people that did manage to get a pre-order from them, uh, stating that due to that you might not receive your console on the day or or near the day or something like that uh, of release. Due to high demand. So Matt and I both believe that they oversold extremely. 
Yep. And I'm not surprised. Yep. <clears throat> I thought I could find the quote really quickly, but I can't. But that's basically what it said. Um, <clears throat> I managed to get mine from Target. Yep. I, in a random, happen to go to the bathroom, do the typical, mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, check my phone. Hey, that guy says Twitter has them, or this guy on Twitter says that Target has them in stock. That tweet's from six minutes ago. I bet they're out. Open the Target app, PlayStation 5. Available. Physical edition. Uh, screw it. I don't really give a shit, I guess. Bye. It went through. Okay, it went through. I'll see uh, if that's real. Another one of our mutual friends also got one through Target. Um, and I complained to, to him about how like I am irritated with the pre-order situation. I'm like, I don't, you know, this is... I don't it have is. the it's time. Bullshit. The entire thing. Yeah, and, and like I don't have the time to sit here and like keep track of it all. So he's just been trying to send me every time he every time he sees one. Yeah, and it's it the I appreciate it, but the it's now it's at the point where like it's moving too fast. Like yeah, I my thing is if this pre order I have gets canceled, I don't. I think you're pretty safe. I I think I am too. But let's let's be our realist pessimistic self. We are if it gets canceled. I will not be pre-ordering from anybody else and just waiting until I can put my hands on one. Mm-hmm. Just for my own sanity. Because I, the whole reason I even locked it in a pre-order to begin with is just so it's done, it's taken care of, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. If that gets canceled, then I'm going to move my mindset to, I didn't need it that day anyway, I'll deal with it when I get there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going shopping on Black Friday to fight with a bunch of soccer moms. That's not even... I didn't... Thought never crossed my mind. No way in hell yeah. will I do that. No. I'm never... Never... Never, never... <laughs> walking into a store on Black Friday. I will go to the gas station. And that's about it. I am not going to any store on Black Friday. Now, will I go in Saturday? And are they always the same deals? Yes. Because people that are stupid don't realize they run two-day ads. Yep. Morons. Granted, certain things, yes, obviously, I understand you needed that really shitty TV that's available for five seconds, but it's a two-day ad. It runs Friday, Saturday, and now with this whole pandemic, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not going, not dealing with that. those people. That's going to be a nightmare. I'm genuinely curious now, so we've seen the response for the PlayStation pre-orders, and clearly, people want them. I'm curious now to see xbox pre-orders and see what you know the age-old xbox has already started throwing shots they have they're throwing pop they shots i've at, seen that at playstation of don't worry we'll tell you when everything's going to come out here's all these details here's all the information you want to know and then yesterday or the day before they fully released stuff from xbox pr that's like on september 22nd pre-orders are going to go live at these places and these things and yada 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 i mean they are they they basically <laughs> i'm more curious to see Sony how gets the... to come out and like boast about things hmm. and then xbox just gets to sit there and just kind of dodge dodge and then just throw one haymaker and knock them the fuck out i'm really surprised that people are so obsessed with getting a, a ps5 i really didn't think that people would be crazy like i didn't think people would want the pre-orders that much i expected i thought pre-orders would be more um in demand for the xbox right and now I'm not so sure. Is it just going to be both are going to be like impossible to get? Right. I'm, or, cu- I'm curious to see how it how it goes for that. that or is there some weird 
reverse psychology thing that's happening to where like the pre-orders for the PS5 are going to be gone and no one's going to want an Xbox, which wouldn't really make sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch anyway. Uh, it just goes back to this entire thing. Sony has the worst messaging and handling of of this that we've seen from them in a long time. They have been terrible these last couple of years in, mm-hmm. in leading up to this and handling any messaging for it. Nobody is on this. I don't, I'm convinced that nobody's on the same page there. Yeah. I mean, they, it would make sense because they just, they just restructured recently. Yeah. And it was a big restructure. And now I feel like they don't know. They, they don't know how to communicate because it's the structure. There's a dot completely different. Like you guys were so in line with your PS4 launch. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, you botched the PS3 when we know that. So I guess yeah. odd numbers are bad for you. <laughs> if we just go with that theory. But you you unified the PS4 launch and did it well mm-hmm. to the point where you could fire shots of how to trade games at Xbox. Yeah. Because Xbox bottled their presentation. But now you guys are bottling the entire thing because you didn't get to do just one presentation. And now people are asking you questions and you have no idea. Speaking of people asking questions, Jim Ryan was asked a question. Right? That's Jim, right? Yeah. Jim. Yeah, Jim Jim Ryan was asked a question. Uh with the idea of a game pass for PlayStation type of thing. And he said, quote, uh, this was in an interview with uh, gameindustry.biz. Quote, for us, having a catalog of games is not something that defines a platform, end quote. Uh our pitch, or sorry, continuing the quote, our pitch, as you've heard, is new games, great games. We've had this conversation before. We are not going to down to go down the road of putting these new release titles into a subscription model. These games cost many millions of dollars, well over one hundred million to develop, and we just don't see that as sustainable. End quote. Mind you, X- <laughs> PlayStation also said they believe in generations and have now backtracked on that. Yeah, with having Horizon and miles morales and all these other games coming out for ps4 and ps5 so i don't know six months until we have a game pass subscription for playstation because they backpedal again who knows either stick to your guns or don't talk yeah which i I think i know it's hard but come on yeah sony says things when they shouldn't and then doesn't say things when they should yeah which is Huh, I don't know. We'll get what, through it. What they think is important to tell us yeah. is not important to tell us. They have a completely... Not to, not to do this, but it's, it's listening to like the Hollywood elitist telling you in podunk, woods-based New York what's good or what's not. And I'm like... Yeah. You have no idea what we actually want, apparently. Yep. But that's and, different. Entirely different. It's just a similar comparison. Yep. And but at the same time, it's kind of bizarre, you know, like once again, all the PS5 pre orders gone. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's it's the part where it's the argument becomes speak with your wallet. Yeah. But it never it never mattered for me how poorly they message everything because it won't affect me the same way it'll actually affect somebody that has these problems. Yeah. But, which I guess is the weird, uh, I'm the Hollywood elitist in this scenario. I don't really know how that works out anymore. But, the, 
the issue of them not messaging things correctly, yes, you order with your wallet, but if we reinforce the idea that we're going to all buy it anyway, it doesn't matter how poorly their messaging is. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing we always say with Call of Duty. If people want to throw... Call of Duty is just the one example, but it's the biggest game almost every year. So other than Grand Theft Auto V, somehow, don't ask. The people are going to bitch and complain a loud vocal minority, especially when Cold War comes out because it happened with Modern Warfare where people are screaming about the campaign war crimes. True. A legitimate gripe. They took a war crime that the U.S. committed and spun it. Well, guess what's probably going to happen again? Because Reagan's involved, and there's a whole thing about drugs to inner cities, and he, he's got some shit. But what's going to happen is they're going to complain, complain again, and Call of Duty is going to sell bonkers. Yep. Because here's the one thing Call of Duty could always do, but they won't. Lop the campaign right off, and then you have nothing to complain about. Other than just, you know, I know like Violent Game. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, but you have a very long laundry list at that point to get through. Yeah. Last two things. You want to talk about them? I don't care. We we can uh, gloss over them real quick. Mandalorian Season 2 trailer is out. Go take a watch. If you watch Season 1, I like what I see in Season 2. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I thought the uh, the trailer was pretty good. Um, doesn't really. Sh- I mean, the big complaint from people was you don't see uh, Ahsoka. So, but there's time for another trailer. Yeah, we're you know we're it's coming October. I think it's yeah. coming relatively October thirtieth, maybe end of October. Yeah. Either way, it was coming pretty soon, and I was like, holy shit! I guess we are already there for Mando season two. That means I have to re up my Disney Plus subscription. Yep. I still just, have mine. Just to watch Mando. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I have it is to watch Mando. I still, I don't know. I just didn't, I've never canceled it. It's the same reason the only reason I have Netflix is to watch Witcher. Yeah. I have Netflix. <laughs> I was waiting for you to catch on that one. <laughs> I have Disney Plus too. So, I mean, you could, you could always do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole reason I have Amazon Prime currently is to watch The Boys. Yeah. That and, one I don't have. I, and, I have to... and multiple other reasons, I guess. But yeah, Amazon Prime. Uh, I guess we'll briefly go over Cyberpunk PC requirements. Yeah, Cyberpunk released their uh, minimum and recommended specs. Uh, minimum processor, uh, Core i5 3570K. Bullshit. Or an AMD FX 8310, which I didn't even know that was uh, a processor. I, I know it's a processor because I remember looking up back in the day for AMD stuff, but like an i5? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and not even like a recent i5 either. Oh. That's an old fucking i5. It's, oh, wait till you get to the recommended. <laughs> uh, memory requirement on the uh, minimum is 8 gigs. Uh, graphics card is a GTX 780 3 gig or an AMD RX 470. For the record, when I built my first PC, 780s were like the next cusp of mm-hmm. high tech. That was in 2010. Uh, recommended, my iPad's going to decide to trip out on me, recommended <laughs> system requirements, uh, processor Core i7 4790 or a Ryzen 3 3200G. That's a 4790, which is not even the K version. 
the K version is in that machine in front of you. Mm-hmm. Which that's is a forty-seven ninety K in there. Two PCs ago for you or one? No, no, that's one PC ago, but mm-hmm. that's twenty. Yeah, because you've 13, had that one for or, a while. Twenty thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, that's an i7 8700 K in there. Yeah. Uh, twelve gigs of of RAM recommended, and uh, graphics card is a GTX 1060 six gig or an AMD Radeon R9 Fury. And 1060 six gig makes a little bit more sense, but that's also the the lesser of the 10 series. I mean, it's not a 1050, but yeah, that's a very um, the recommended specs are not unreasonable for an entry level PC. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me look at this real quick. You. Yeah. My, that, my, I mean, if you wanted to build something equivalent to that nowadays, it would be really cheap. I mean, probably eight to nine hundred bucks. Yeah. That's Dep- for, depending on what you could find everything for. Yeah. That's yeah. Cheaper. If your you, biggest cost being your SSD potentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on what you got. Cheaper if you shopped around and... Yeah. If you took time right now and you said, I'm going to build a PC for Cyberpunk based on specifically recommended specs and you hunted until the first week of November, you'd be in a pretty good deal spot, I think. Yeah. I that, I, I think you could do it for $500. If you were... I think you could do it for $500 if you started a couple months ago. I think your window for... Finding enough deals in a short enough time is a little bit too narrow, but you could probably do it. But yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. We'll see. Crazy. I did see some people speculating that this is with the assumption that it's at 1080p. Uh, so higher resolutions were, would require beefier hardware. But even then, that's still like, you know, our PCs, for example, like that's still plenty of lay room. Like yeah. I'll be running us, it. At, so. I'll be running it at 2K. So. Yeah. So it's. We'll see what a what a 1070 Ti can do before I purchase a 3080. Do it. Do it. <laughs> When's the 3070 coming out? Do next it. month. Next month, I think. Right. Uh, 70 is supposed to be next month. Yeah. Yeah. And 80s are you can't find. So yeah. Uh, the first 90 pre-order I think showed up at a Staples. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to or find something those like either. that. Well, that's fifteen hundred dollars. I'm gonna spend that anyway. You st- I, they'll still sell out immediately, and I think that's. Well, gonna I mean, be they'll the- sell out immediately, but like, I'm not gonna. Even then, I wouldn't have spent fifteen hundred if I found one. Yeah, the thirty seventy, I think, is the really interesting card, but I also think it's gonna be impossible to find. I mean, the thirty seventy is the ideal because it's the cheapest of the three, and it would still be a giant performance boost. Mm-hmm. I was watching videos on uh, a ten seventy Ti versus thirty eighties. Big difference. It's a big difference. <laughs> it's a big difference. Like I was, I watched a couple of the benchmark videos, and it was bizarre because, like, over a fourteen game average, it was genuinely thirty percent faster than a uh, twenty eighty. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, they didn't fucking lie. Yeah. When I, <laughs> I was watching the benchmarks, and I was just like, oh, I bought a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> you want to trade? I'll, I'll buy the PlayStation off you, and then you can... If, you find, if, if, you if I me, find you a 3080. Yeah, if you find me a 3080, we'll swap. <laughs> All right. Because then I'll just go buy a PlayStation again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's it. I, I would ask you what you've been doing, but we already had that conversation a little bit earlier. Name much. No games. I mean, I did get a chance to set up the home theater setup a little bit. Uh, 
minus know, damage speakers. Damage speakers. They still function, but they're ugly. And one of the like uh, tubes, the uh, what is it called, like the the port on the back, the rear facing oh, okay. port. Like there's a tube, and that was dislodged. Oh, so that's good. Got to get those replaced. Um, but it's cool. It's weird. It's technology, man. So like the I, HDMI from the TV to the uh, receiver. Yep. And it's all controlled through my TV remote. Makes I was sense. like, yeah, it's cool. Technology. I can't Something. wait. I can't wait. So I can't wait for when I start redoing stuff in here. Not yeah. in this room, but. Mm-hmm. Your um, your have, living room is, is so like my ri- living room is like literally the worst case scenario for yeah. um, for doing something like this. Your living room's like, yeah, it's it's the it's perfect. It's we the, need uh, to. It's in the room list. I think it's third in the room list of like things I want to do. Because mm-hmm. I don't really want to change too much in there. Maybe a couple things. Obviously, new furniture is a whole thing, but like that's yeah. different. But when it comes to like that setup, it's going to be this going up and those going in, and it's going, oh, yeah. it's going to be a uh, chef's kiss mm-hmm. of a. A media center worthy of me. Yeah, that'll be good. I or I'm worthy of that media center. I don't know how I want to really go with that, but yeah, that's that's really something all you'll I'm, enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's the main key is something I'm gonna enjoy that I can fit a PlayStation Five underneath. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can't fit it. I can't fit it underneath that TV, and I can't fit it next to it right now either. Yeah, that I because that TV fits perfectly inside that entertainment center after I put it in. What are we? What are we like? An inch clearance around the entire thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just wall mount it. There's. If I do it, I you know recess wall mount and mm-hmm. or recess ports and the whole wall mount and yeah. yada yada. But that goes back to if I do that, I'm wiring this house. And when That's, I say wiring this house, I just mean like this needs to get cleaned up. Yeah. Wiring wiring this house is like a 45 minute project that just needs to get done, but I just don't feel yeah. like doing it. But yeah, anyway, one of these days, uh, it's just, well, now you're, you're going to lose excuses because you have me annoying you to do it every once in a while. And then Todd's showing up. No, no. I lose my and, excuses and once he's here. Exactly. Todd's going to show up and it's going to be like, there's three people completely capable yeah. and wanting to do it. Yeah. Oh, he, him and I are doing my bedroom. Yeah. We've already, that's already been a full commit. That's why if you look in there after this, mm-hmm. I have it taped. Okay. Because it is fucking happening. And that room is going to be different. Yeah. Do it up. And I'm excited. I don't know if you noticed the bathroom. But the bathroom's a little different. In there? Yeah. I didn't... There's a little difference in there. I didn't... It looks brighter in there. I don't know what the difference is, but... That shouldn't be a difference. But it might be. It might Mm -hmm. be a side effect of the difference. Well, it could be that I'm here in the middle of the day. That is... I mean, that is (laughs) technically different than you being here at night. Anyway, that's enough house talk. Yeah. We will uh we'll see you guys in seven days. Actually six days. Six days pending something doesn't go wrong. See you then. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 